In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Welcome to this worship at home on the fourth Sunday of Easter, a Sunday often known as Vocation Sunday. We are delighted that you have joined us this morning. You are most welcome. All the words that you need for the service you will find on the screen. Please do join in with us as you feel able. My name is Paula Gooder and I am Canon Chancellor of St Paul's Cathedral in London. I am also a licensed lay minister in the Diocese of London and in the Diocese of Birmingham, where I live with my husband and family. My husband, the Reverend Peter Babington, will join me at various points in leading worship this morning. All of this worship has been pre-recorded either in our home or in the homes or workplaces of the different contributors. They have then been edited together at a later date. On Vocation Sunday, we give thanks for Jesus' call to each one of us to follow him. As Christians, we are called to so many different things at different times. Today, we take time to give thanks for the call already heard and pray that we will hear afresh Jesus' call. Come, follow me. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Let us call to mind those times when we have refused to hear his call and have not lived out of the abundance of his grace. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. May the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his Spirit, and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. Our first reading this morning will be read to us by Katie. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, beginning at the 42nd verse. They devoted themselves to the Apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. All came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the Apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. 
everyone, my name's Matt and I'm a senior paramedic for the NHS. I've been on the front line for about 18 years and God willing this Peter tide I should be getting ordained. My job challenges me every day. My colleagues and I walk into the unknown to offer hope and relieve suffering as best we can. There is no better feeling than having made a difference in someone's life. And as frontline clinicians, that's what drives us into work each and every day. These are challenging times and the world has become a very scary place, fighting an invisible enemy. Physical isolation from our family and friends is unnatural. God made us to be in communion, not only with him, but also with one another. Yet throughout this pandemic, I'm reminded by that still small voice, I am not alone. Not only that I am not alone, but if God is for me, then what can be against me? Yes, we've still had the discussion, should the worst happen, but I am reminded and secure in the fact that we are never alone. That same hope that is given is also received in the knowledge that in these uncertain times, it is God carrying me and it's his footprints I can see leading me through this journey. Brothers and sisters, every blessing and know that we are not alone. Hello, my name is Robert Purcell. I've been a bus driver now for five years. And one of the things I love about my job is interaction I have with my passengers. Just being able to say hi and good morning could easily brighten up their day. One of the challenges I'm facing during the crisis is the anxiety and uncertainty I feel for my fellow colleagues and passengers. And with social distancing in place, it's very difficult to interact with them and to be able to encourage or uplift them. My trust and faith in God enables me to have peace. So I don't focus on myself, but look out for my colleagues and my passengers. This enables me to go each day with confidence that God is with me. Alleluia, alleluia. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Alleluia. Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep.
The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May I speak in the name of the Holy and Blessed Trinity, one God in three persons. Amen. God calls. It's what God does. At the very dawn of time, God called the world into being and has been doing so ever since. Not only that, but God calls each one of us into life. If there is one thing we can trace, all the way through the Bible. It is simply this, God calls us and loves us into being. This morning's gospel reminds us beautifully of this theme. In it, Jesus paints a picture of a shepherd calling to the sheep. It's an image that would have been very well known to Jesus's original audience, if less so to us. When I was a student, I lived in the Holy Land for a while and one day went out to camp overnight in the Sinai Desert. We were with some Bedouins who, as night drew in, gathered all their sheep together in a single pen. At dawn, the teenage boys who took care of the sheep came. There were about five of them, and they all called at once. The sheep immediately filed out of the pen and gathered in groups around each of the boys. The sheep knew which of the shepherds was their shepherd, and gathered around them, ready to be led out to find pasture for the day. I think about this every time I hear this passage. It is so simple, and yet so powerful. Jesus, our shepherd, calls us. And notice, he doesn't just call us with any old shout, like the shepherd boys do. Jesus calls us by name, and we, hearing his call, know that we are loved. As this is John's Gospel, we cannot help when we read this passage but remember Mary in the garden after Jesus' resurrection, who was devastated at the loss of all her hopes and dreams. Jesus had died, and then to make it even worse, his body had disappeared. As she stood, heartbroken and weeping in the garden, Jesus called her by name. 
And at that moment, she knew not only that the person she had thought was a gardener was Jesus himself, but that she was known and loved by Jesus, the Good Shepherd. When we think about calling then, right at its heart, is the simple message of love. Jesus knows us and loves us and calls us to live life abundantly, as John 10.10 puts it. First and foremost, we are called simply to be. And in that being, to know that we are loved. But then we are called to live out that love in the world, to feed the sheep. For some of us, this will involve simply going about our daily lives with love, like Robert driving the buses or Matt caring for people as a paramedic. For others, it will take the form of feeling called to a particular form of ministry in the church or in the local community. For some, living out our calling will take place as we nurture those in our own home. For others, this will happen as we care for people in our wider society and world. God's call to love is the same, but it takes infinitely different forms in the lives of each one of us. One of the really interesting things in the Bible is to notice the variety of callings that people receive. Sometimes they're called to a lifetime of serving God. At other times, people are called to do a very specific thing, like delivering a message to a particular group of people. What comes through the whole Bible is that God calls and calls and calls, telling us that we are loved and asking us to pour out that very love in every way we can on those around us. At times like this, when our world feels turned upside down, living out our callings can be really hard. All those things we knew we used to be called to feel at best fragile and at worst impossible. The ways we normally did things have fallen away and we are left feeling uncertain and often useless. At times like this, all we can do is to listen again to the voice of the God who calls, reminding us that we are loved with a love beyond measure, calling us by name and asking us to pour out this great love in any and every way we can. Amen. my shepherd I'll not want He makes me lie in pastures green He leads me by the still, still waters His goodness restores my soul He guides my ways in righteousness And He anoints my head with oil And my cup it opens
joy I feast on his pure delight And I will trust in you alone And I will trust in you alone For your endless mercy follows me Your goodness will meet me home darkest path I will not fear the evil one for you are with me and your rod and staff are the comfort I need to know and I will trust in I will trust in you alone For your endless mercy follows me Your goodness will lead me home And I will trust in you alone And I will trust in you Let us declare our faith in God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, may be with us as we go into this time of prayer. Dear Almighty God, thank you for being a God that protects us when we're in time of crisis, that you really show up and you walk with us. Thank you for this wonderful gospel of your son Jesus, that we're honoured to be able to share with the world. Thank you for, this, for being a faithful God, one that is unwavering and always goes before us. Thank you that even in a time like this, you make ways for us to know you and to be together with you in your presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray that in the, that your presence, Father, may be felt in this world more than it has ever been before. We declare that you are a God that has already, already overcome this world. 
Help us to be reminded of your promises and the ultimate promise of everlasting joy. Father, we pray for our leaders who have placed in power all around the world. May we pray that they may be filled with wisdom and right understanding and for them to lead by compassion and love. Father, may we also remember those in the world that are suffering at multiple fronts, those experiencing natural disasters, famine and many other really difficult situations. In this broken world, Father, we just pray for your protection and your healing love to be poured out onto your children. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, we pray for our country. We pray for Boris Johnson and the leadership of this country. We pray that they lead with wisdom and compassion and pray that the decision to lift the lockdown restrictions is made at the correct time, not too early, but not too late for the sake of our economy. Father, we pray for our NHS. We thank you that we have it and we pray for the brave men and women working at the front line of it. From those working to provide the correct equipment to the nurses that are comforting those that are suffering. May we pray for those in this country that are dealing with poor health, loss, financial issues and poor quality of life. Father, I pray that we see a healing and a widespread of your love across this whole nation. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Father, let's also remember our communities. We thank you for the beautiful thing that is community. We think about our neighbours at this time. Thank you for friends and family. May we show kindness to one another. As we are asked to stay inside, let's remember that this is a time uh, to act in loving in lovingness. We pray for those dealing with difficult family situations and whom staying at home may cause pain and distress. We ask you to stand in these houses and provide healing and safety. We also pray for those in our communities leaving to go to work and carrying out key jobs. We think of our very own chaplains working on the front lines. We thank you for loving them. We pray that you protect and strengthen them at this time, Lord. For nurses, teachers, emergency services and other key workers who are being brave and leaving their families and communities in order to do an important job. We thank you for the commitment and integrity to continue in their calling. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Finally, Lord, on this vocational Sunday, help us identify new gifts and skills. May you call new people to lay an ordained ministry in the church. May you also show people how to live out their calling in their daily lives. May each and every person watching this service be reminded that they're created by love and created by you. That you have a wonderful and purposeful plan for their life. Life that is to be filled with joy and great adventure, more than we could ever imagine. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Risen Christ, faithful shepherd of your father's sheep, teach us to hear your voice and to follow your command, that all your people may be gathered into one flock, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Rejoicing in the new creation, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen.
let us pray for God's blessing on us all. God the Father, by whose glory Christ was raised from the dead, strengthen you to walk with him in his risen life. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you.